Hi, Parsha Shmos, upon which we are about to enter, is replete with so many angles that I may end up doing two or three of these podcasts before the week is out. I just wanted to share one idea with you today for the class I gave, and that is, there's a lot of holes in the story, so uh, what's the story with Moshe Rabbeinu and Pharaoh's daughter, Basparo? Where it says she gave him a name Moshe because it's a minimai mishisihu, which is of course Hebrew. How does she know Hebrew? She's Egyptian. Some of them, Farshim, say she must have converted to Judaism. The Chizkuni, others say that. But what's the shot? What's going on? I learned long ago that in the Egyptian language, Moshe means a son. Knows S O N. She called him her son. So she saw a baby. She's Basparo. She's not married. Otherwise, she'd be Asia somebody. And uh, so she had many children. And then she sees this baby in the bulrushes in the, in the basket. And she takes him. And she said, this is my son. This is my son. Uh, people are going to then say, well, who's the father? Uh, where'd this come from? You weren't pregnant. She says, I, I got him from the river, meaning from the river God. It said that she went to bathe in the river. I'm sure everybody knows the famous Rashi Chazal that says she bathed, went to the river to wash away her Avodah But the plain meaning is she went to the river. And she sees this child, and she said, this is my son. Meaning she desired to adopt him or raise him. No, I said it wrong. She didn't say she's adopting him. She said, this is my child. It really is. She wanted a child. And who was the father? The the, the river god. In other words, that's the way you read the Pasuk. But Tikrashma Moshe, she called his name. She called him her son. And Minamaya Mishisiu, the river is the father. You tell me that that's crazy? Actually, I'm saying this on the day after Xmas. The Christian religion got the notion of the Immaculate Conception and the Virgin Birth from the Egyptians. This is a deep Egyptian idea. So it's not crazy to them in their culture that someone can say, I wasn't uh, with anybody, and nevertheless, I had a child. Obviously, the whole point of the story is this Ashkacha Pratis that Moshe be raised in Pharaoh's house and should be killed, even though he's one of the children that uh, Pharaoh said all the babies should be uh, destroyed. But the way it happened was along the lines that I just said. So you don't have to come on to the Ebenezer and the others who are trying to figure out what's going on over here. And Moshe, Rabbeinu's name was something else and all the rest of it. It doesn't necessarily say his name was Moshe. The Torah will refer to him as Moshe, as the son of, of, of the Egyptian princess, which is itself a, a, a very interesting phenomenon. But the name Moshe is very common. We have pharaohs called Thutmose, which really is Tutmosheh. And Amenhose, which is Amen Moshe. There's a lot of these uh, names. You read them in English and it sounds like it's H-O-S-E. It's to be spelled like hose, but really supposed to be H-O-S-H-E. That's uh, the, the real way that it's pronounced. And so we see something quite remarkable. The Abarbanel is so bothered by what I just said, meaning the problem with the story, that he wants to read that Batikroshmo Moshe, meaning Yocheved, the Jewish mother called him Moshe, and she said to Pharaoh's daughter, he translated as, you drew him out of the water. Because the word Mishisiu is extremely 
unusual grammatically. Whenever you have that, it's not easy just to fit into normal patterns. So we see from the very, very beginning that Moshe Rabbeinu is Mamish claimed to be a son of the princess, and therefore uh, not just a, an adopted child, but a, uh, a real child. And uh, Rashi even goes on, I'm sure everybody knows, to say, by Yigdal Moshe, that it becomes a big shot in the palace. It became a, a high official under Pharaoh, which I think could only happen if they thought that he's really an Egyptian. It's only when he kills the Egyptian, meaning later on in his life, and it's not clear, if I remember correctly, in Chazal, there's like debates, does Moshe go out to see his brothers when he's 20, when he's 40, when he's 60? I mean, there's huge differences of age and opinion. You look in the Medish Rabbah, over when Moshe had to change, the change. But he did, of course, in the end. And when he kills the Egyptian, then he identifies himself that he's not really an Egyptian, but he's an adopted son. And then he has to flee from Paro, and uh, the rest of the story continues. So that's just a short word. I wanted to share that insight with you. And uh, maybe we'll revisit this partial, which is so full of meanings and twists and turns.